Jen, what's up? Hello, hello, hello. I, I, I'm proud of myself with the songs that I choose <laughs> to start off the show. Blinded me with science. Isn't that what we're all dealing with right now? Science. Science. She blinded me with science. fact of the matter is <laughs> even even the scientists don't know what science is right now can we start off by saying that can, can i start off the show welcome by the way welcome perhaps i should introduce myself you are listening to the mo radio show the truth hurts podcast you can find it on iTunes, on Spotify, on Breaker, on Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, you could find the Mo Radio Show Truth Hurts. You could call if you like. There's a phone number, 330-274-4242. If you would like to call the show, got about a billion things I want to get to. Um, science. The name of the podcast today. To wear a mask or not wear a mask. I have never seen such anger, hatred over something that is so simple. Now, we could argue about the mask. And <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? I'll be honest with you. I'm laughing because nobody knows. I, I am. It's it's you got people all over the media, social media. Acting like they know what the hell is going on. OK. And the fact of the matter is, even the scientists, not, not again, not the armchair scientists. Not the guy who's a locksmith who thinks that he's Fauci. Okay? We're talking about real bona fide scientists. They don't know what's going on. Do you know how I know this? Because they're arguing amongst each other. You know what? I think I might change the name of this podcast instead of the Truth Hurts podcast to the Voice of Reason podcast. Will you please allow me? I'm begging you. Allow me to be the Voice of Reason. You don't know for a fact whether the mask helps or it doesn't. You don't know. Stop claiming you do because you don't. Why is it so... I, I got into this discussion with somebody. Again, I'm always accused of being a very arrogant, like ego type person. 
you, you know, a, a very easy way to discredit somebody who calls me an egomaniac? Three very simple words. Are you ready? I don't know. See, the person who has the ego claims to know all the answers. A person who is an egomaniac would never utter those three words. An egomaniac would never utter, I don't know. And here I am saying, I don't know. You know why I don't know? Because I'm not a scientist. And the scientists don't even know. You got one scientist saying one thing. You got one scientist saying another. You got one scientist saying this. You got one. No. Again, say it with me. Instead of arguing about it, say it with me. I don't know. Is, Is it? I understand that we... Maybe it's a sense of security, like we need to know that we have the answers. Like we never want to think that there's something out there that we, we, we know nothing about. It makes you vulnerable. I get it. I understand it. I, people, I'm telling you right now, I, I am doing my best not to freak out. Because I am the kind of person that, well, kind of a control freak. And kind of wants to know everything. But I'm also the kind of person that listens to both sides or five sides or 78,000 sides of the story. And in this case, that's what you have. You have 78,000 sides of the story and nobody knows. So my, my, my biggest issue with people in general is stop acting like you know what the hell is going on. You don't. You don't. Don't sit here and tell me that it's pointless to wear a mask. You don't know that. Don't sit here and tell me you're irresponsible if you don't wear a mask. You don't know that. No, people, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I'm telling you right now. The the government is trying to give you the illusion that they know what's going on. They don't. It's their job. It's their job to make you feel secure, to make you feel safe. That's what the government's job is. Correct? But guess what? (laughs) you're welcome to join in jordan if you want i can send it to you but i saw a video on facebook and need a me and read a meme exactly all the memes drive me crazy jordan jordan from uh the uh the media group one out in ashtabula where where i work i just not working now because of covid19 and who knows what's going on there but you're home of the cleveland uh, what's the Indian's name going to be? We don't know. The Cleveland tribe, the spiders. <laughs> We're going to get into all that too. <laughs> you're, you're home in Ashtabula of the, of Cleveland baseball. Who would have thought that when this whole thing started, it was the Cleveland Indians. And then the next time I'm on the air at ESPN 970, they're going to have a different name. Probably. 
isn't that like as if there wasn't enough like BS we're dealing with, right? It was. Is it the spiders? Did they say for sure? Yeah, dot dot dot. Who knows? I don't know. And by the way, I, I'll get into all that because Indian Indians is not offensive. It's the name. I understand all the other ones, but it's the Indians. I don't cancel culture. I learned a whole bunch of new stuff since I've been off the air and all this uh, insanity has been going on. The Cle- I don't know, Cleveland Spiders, whatever. I don't know. It's Cleveland baseball. It represents Cleveland. Just name them Cleveland. That's all I care about. Um, the, yeah, the, I get, the, you know, the, the people who plagiarize drive me crazy too. It's like, how am I supposed to take you seriously when you're using somebody else's words to defend your agenda these memes everybody with the memes how about you uh use your own thoughts to put something out there what do you think is that is that, is that too tough is that difficult i don't even know if i can hear him hello can can i hear you Except press one oh, to send a voicemail press two did i call him what's going on Hello. Uh, what's up, dude? Well, hey, Jordan. How you doing, man? Uh, just chilling uh, in an air-conditioned room right now because it's super hot outside. <laughs> right. Uh, and then headed to Geneva on the lake here in a little bit. You got what? Uh, I said I'm headed to Geneva, Geneva on the lake here in a little bit. Oh, nice, man. That's where I'd be today for sure. Yeah. They didn't make the the... Yeah. The definitive Cleveland Spiders, did they? I knew that it, they were talking about it, but I didn't know if it was definitive. No, it's not. Oh, I mean, yeah. nothing's, nothing's set in stone, but everybody's kind of like freaking out because there are a lot of, there's a lot of bad information on Facebook. Shocker. And uh, somebody posted like one of those clickbaity articles and it was like, oh, they're changing it to the Spiders and people are kind of getting upset. And I'm like, I like it. Personally, I like the Spiders nickname. Uh, I think tribe makes the most sense. It does, but I but are they going to call that insensitive? You know. See, I don't know. See, like to me, tribe means like it, it can have so many different meanings. Right. Uh, you know, like when you talk about somebody, oh, they're a member of my tribe. I mean, like if, if we're gonna if we're gonna police the word tribe, does that mean a tribe called Quest? I was yeah. To change their name too. Exactly. Like. Uh, there are. What about the twelve tribes of Israel? I mean, tribe is a very. I, I think it's like it's a very non-offensive term. You know, I was telling somebody, I was like, well, you know, if they want to, if they really want to honor native tribes, they could call themselves the Iroquois. But then they can keep the I because Iroquois is spelled with I, and that was a native tribe uh, to Ohio and to Cleveland. But I mean, one people aren't. I know how to pronounce it. That's right. Eriquois. What is it? The Cleveland Eriquois? <laughs> the Eriquois. The Eriquois. Right? So I, so I don't think that's going to work. Um, you know what it I, is. Like, you know what it is, Jordan. It, it's like because I had to do my research too on things. I mean, I'm being, a, I'm a Cleveland Indians fan, obviously, or whatever. And I was like, all right, so how did the Indians get their name? Like, what was it, or whatever? It was out of respect for a Native American who played for the Cleveland Spiders. Yeah, Sock Alexis. Yeah, so I'm like, um, I'm like, where, where is the insult here? I, I, I don't understand this. I understood Chief Wahoo. I think you and I even talked about Chief Wahoo. I said that I kind of, yeah, so, I kind of get, but Indians is a very generic term. Yeah, so it's like in in retrospect, like 
I'll provide two sides of the argument, I guess. Like argument one is, um, you know, Indians, that's what we called natives for hundreds of years. And uh, it's not technically correct. Yeah. Because we call them, you know, now we know they're natives. Right. People call them native Indians or American Indians. Um, and it, it all stems from Christopher Columbus uh, messing up, taking a wrong turn right. so badly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He landed in India. He's like, oh, this, this, right. this must be Indian. The West Indies, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, so I understand. So I understand that on a certain sense. Um, and then, like, somebody made up. I I made up this point. I've brought up this point before too, and somebody else made it. It's like, uh, I mean, I I understand World War Two is very fresh in our minds, and what America did or what the government did to natives um, almost two hundred years ago. It, it's you know, it's apples to oranges, but it'd be like someone in Hamburg, like a soccer club in Hamburg, going like, hey, we're the Hamburg Jews. And it's yeah. a way to honor the Jewish people. So I can understand a side of the story. Um, but also, I think that in a certain sense, it is an overcorrection. Uh, a lot of things are kind of like, they're, they're in the crosshairs now. And, you know, before things get better, there's going to be an overcorrection of of what you say you know sports teams and so on and so forth like right. today the cfl the cfl uh the edmonton eskimos changing their name this is um, this is i this i mean i don't jordan i mean we thought we were just dealing with COVID 19 you know back in march and now look what this has turned into like i said I'm going to go back on the air and we're the flagship station of cleveland baseball it's like their name is going to be changed by the time i get back it is really weird. I mean, hey, if I if I had if I had to guess, I'm going to guess they aren't changing their name. Uh, that's just my yeah, that's it, my feeling on it. Right. I don't. I feel like they're going to like um, Keith Olbermann had talked about this about six years ago, and he was talking about the Indians' name, and it was more it was more about Chief Wahoo. Well, yeah, then I but, understood. Right. But. But it was he was like, well, why not name the Indians the Sox or something? Well, I don't want I don't want a generic name. Right. I don't want another generic team. Like I don't want a, a, the Blue Sox. I saw yeah. on WKYC. They were like, what names? Uh, it was the Spiders. It was the Tribe. It was the Guardians. It was um, it, it was Lake Erie something, or it was something about having oh the Walleye, oh, something Jesus like that. And I was just like, I was just like, man, like these are all these are some of these are really corny. I think. Spiders is a callback to where we were uh, 120 years ago. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with tribe. I'm fine with Indian. Yeah, know? the tribe makes I, sense because we, we call them the tribe anyway. Who doesn't say, I mean, hey, hey, let's go tribe. It's it's like it is the tribe, so why not just call them the tribe? I, I agree with that. Right. That's what I would do. And, it, and tribe doesn't, listen, with tribe, you don't have to make, and I, like, I understand like with me saying I'm fine with Indians, that comes from a place of quote-unquote privilege. Uh, but I think with tribe, it's, it's easy to trademark. They don't have to go through major changes, right? They can still keep, they can keep everything pretty much, uh, with the exception of the jersey. Um, like, you know, you, you look at, you look at, I don't know, you look at other teams like the Braves, the Braves say they're going to keep theirs. And I don't see Braves as a negative Thing. Yeah, uh, I don't. Here in Ashtabula, there is there's a little controversy going on right now. Uh, 
and most people are in support of keeping the name, but Edgewood Warriors, people are upset about that. Uh, or somebody was like, somebody was upset about it, and then right. most people are rallying around it. Right, one person. Um, That's what it is. It's a minority of like three or four people, and they just have the loudest well, voice. Yeah, you ever notice that? Like, it's it's <sighs> hard to, I don't know, man. It's hard to tune it out sometimes, but you see the way people are talking, and you see like an extreme right viewpoint or an extreme left viewpoint. And you think everybody talks like that or everybody thinks like that. But then you have you sit and have conversations like you and I do and you find out that not everybody is like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you and I, I think we're two different people on the political spectrum sometimes. And that's okay. Not everybody's gonna be the same. It's asinine to think so. But at the other side of the coin, it's like this is why dialogue is so important. Oh dude, we've lost that. We've lost everything, Jordan. It's like it's well it's unbelievable. Here's where Here's where the problem is. People think the dialogue can be had on Facebook and Twitter, and it's not going to work that way. Right. It will never work that way because you can't sit there and understand or kind of pick up on the tone of the conversation. Like somebody could post something like a good example. And I, I was watching a podcast uh, with Jocko Willink a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and Jocko Willink was talking about some girl uh, in a hypothetical situation, posting all lives matter, right? And he's like, I, she, she probably wasn't doing it to be malicious. She was just like, hey guys, all lives matter. But because she posted it, people jumped on her. Well, yeah, somebody got killed that, for that. Somebody that got, did, didn't somebody just get killed for that? Saying all lives matter in Kentucky or something? They, they, they literally got murdered over that. It's so yeah, it's just like the thing is, is that. You have to. I went to. I went to the uh, the protest in Ashton Chula in early June, and it was it was awesome. And I wanted to lend my support to the community, and um, you know, because I, I do support police reform. I do, and uh, I I also on the other side of the coin, I, you know, understand they have a lot of they a lot of police have a tough job. Um, and again, this is like a very complex conversation. You and I both know that, right? But. At the same time, it's like I needed to open up and listen and, you know, for dialogue to happen and to kind of learn more. Like if I was ignorant on something, ask a question. And Wait, that's, yeah. that's what people need to do, Jordan. I, I, I've been saying that since the beginning of my radio career. If you want to know, that's why I, I had my buddy CeCe on talking about, you know, the, the protests and everything and, and uh, white people speaking for the black community. Because they're, they're, you know, it's like I, I've heard enough people say, well, it's almost insulting. They, they've taken this Black Lives Matter, this issue, this George Floyd, and turned it into, into their own agenda now. You know, that's what you have to do. Because you and I, as white dudes, you know, we don't know what the hell it's like. We have no clue. You could be empathetic towards the situation, like you said you were going to the protests and everything else, but you talk to somebody about it. You try to educate yourself on that situation, and nobody does that. Everybody thinks. They know the answer to everything without well, actually talking to somebody who's, who's dealing with it. Absolutely. And another thing, too, is that they, they get told something they don't like, and they either find a reason to say it's not true or, or forget it completely. Right. They don't think about it. You know, and I think that's the best part about conversation. The best part about conversation, yeah. more specifically an uncomfortable conversation, is that if I come away 
thinking about what you said to me or vice versa and, and vice versa, because I want my word to make you think as well. Then I think that's a productive conversation. Do feelings get hurt sometimes? Yeah. But like, I think you and I were both taught the same thing. You attack the, you attack the idea, not the person. Well, of course, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And I love a good debate. A good, that's why we do what we do for a living. We enjoy that. We like that. You know, you, you could, you could not somebody like you and I, you, you brought up political, you and I definitely have different political views. All right. However, we both respect each other. We both like each other. You know, we just have different yeah, views on things. It's like, you're allowed to have that and not think, you're, put it this way. I, you're not looking at me saying you're a racist, you know, because you and I differ. I might lean right or you lean left. You know, it's like, but that's where people go to. They go to these things that are, that are atrocities. You're labeled something because you just don't agree with, you know, somebody else's perspective. I, I, I don't get it. And, and again, you bringing that up is a great, it, it's a, it, it's a, it's a great point. You, you and I definitely differ on those things, but we get along great, you know? Yeah, no, I don't like, I don't think, I think, and I see this all the time, especially on the station's Facebook page is how quickly people will turn something political when it's not political. Oh my God, this mask thing um, is not political, by the way. The mask thing is not, that's why I, I, oh, no. I the show, and no, I, I'm going to get into that, but the mask the, thing is not political. To roll it back to the masks, to roll it back to masks, if you believe they work or if you don't believe they work at this point, and this is what I've concluded, you're, it's you're. like refusing to do your homework as a kid. The sooner you do it, the sooner you can go outside and play. You just do it. Maybe. Like, Here's the thing. Maybe. I'm going to be, Jordan, I'm going to tell you, all right, and not to frighten anybody, I don't think Trump, Biden, Fauci, the CDC, I don't think anybody knows what this COVID is. I really don't. I, I, think, right. I, think, I think they're just as confused as everybody. My point on the masks is, okay, just in case, all right, it doesn't hurt you to wear them. It doesn't hurt you to wear nope. them. Unless you have a breathing disorder, asthma, you know, whatever it is, it, it doesn't hurt you. So if it has the potential, let's say it's a 10% chance of saving somebody's life, why not do it? It doesn't mean you're caving to the left. It means you're just trying to save a life. Yeah, I don't. Here's the thing, right? Like, you can wear a mask in Walmart or wherever for 30 minutes or an hour, it's, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like, in the grand scheme of things, wearing a mask outside, in public, or in a confined space for a couple of weeks, in theory, it's not a big deal. You can, like, you you can't bring someone back. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you're right. That, that's a good way to put it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that people think that this is a conspiracy, that this is <laughs> this has been manufactured. Well, I think it's been manufactured by China, but that's just me. <laughs> well, it's listen, it's it definitely stemmed in China and we've been warned about pandemics right. for for years. Like we all knew it was coming. And what's funny to me is got people who they they couldn't pass biology in high school. <laughs> right. But because but because they read a meme or they watched a well-shot video with an articulate person and a guy who claims to be a doctor when he's really a chiropractor in St. Louis <laughs> telling you that COVID's fake. Like, oh, that's all the proof we need. Like, <laughs> settle down. There are doctors who are, like, legitimate and they're telling us that, hey, 
we don't know a whole lot about this virus. And yes, people are dying. And yes, a majority of people are going to recover. Uh, I saw something yesterday or another the other day talking about New Zealand having zero new cases or zero cases, which is great. That's awesome for New Zealand. New Zealand, for <laughs> right. for reference, for New Zealand for reference, has less people living there than Ohio. They have oh, well, four it's... million people living there. So if less than one percent of the population gets it, that's still you know that's that's what four thousand people, forty thousand people, something like that. My math's probably off. It's probably forty thousand people, right? Uh, right, or, right. Or whatever. But we all but, get we get the know, G- in America. Real quick, like in America, there are 328 billion people. If 1% of the population gets that, that's over 3 million Americans. So it's like, like yeah, it's great that New Zealand was able to issue protocol and was able to get rid of their pandemic relatively quickly. But when you live in the United States, you have to consider that we are much bigger than that. And every state governs themselves. It's not like, I mean, I don't know much about New Zealand's, uh, New Zealand's politics, but I'd assume that their federal government controls most of what happens. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I know it's close to, uh, to Australia. That's all I know about New Zealand, but, but going to, going to your point is I've seen that. Isn't it funny? I, I you know, I, I, I try not to think the worst of people when they're reading certain things. You know, but like I, I've seen it, the uh, again, I'm sure it was a meme because nobody can think for them themselves. They got to steal something, they got to plagiarize. But it's it was, uh, you know, so and so this amount of people, and it was like Sweden, Switzerland, Norway, and Germany. All three of those countries had this amount of people with COVID, and then the United States had whatever. Well, between all four of those countries, it, it was it equaled up to like a hundred million people. Like you brought up, we have 328 million in the United States and we're testing more too on top of that. And all this is semantics anyway. It really is. I don't give a shit how many people are testing. I don't, it it doesn't matter. All right. I want it the hell out of here because I want football. All right. That's what I want. I want football this year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, listen, man, like I'm driving, I'm driving myself crazy. I'm starting to think of, I'm starting to think of options. For for the fall, if I don't have football, like, Dude. am I going to watch? Am I going to watch old games? No, uh, I can't I do that. The Browns. <laughs> am I going? Am I going to sit <laughs> back and, and go through the Browns schedule week by week and go? Okay, uh, this week I'm going to watch the Browns from 2016. Uh, what a terrible year to think, by the way. Uh, Every year since uh, watch, 99. <laughs> I mean, other than I'm going to watch the Browns versus the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Now, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to sit there and do that. Uh, I, I honestly, I can't, I can't for the life. Am I going to put on Madden and watch a simulated game? Like, you know, just, just wear the darn mask. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. Off, like, stop being a baby. Wear the darn mask. Social distance and life, life will be good, man. Um, but right. hey, it was good catching up with you. I got a jet. All right, but, Jordan. Uh, have we'll fun. At, have fun. At, have fun in Geneva, dude. I'll talk to you later, buddy. I will, man. All right. Bye. Bye. There you go. Jordan piping in but no i mean that, that's my whole point on all this is the fact is we don't know when, when it comes into masks we don't know and i don't understand it's again it, 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 go, it boils down to the ego aspect of it i see so many people who are so adamant i'm not wearing the mask why 
I don't know. Again, and keep in mind, people, it, it, I, I got to get into all this too, okay? Because of, of everything that I'm accused of being. I, I'm going to say it. Are you ready? I am going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm wearing a mask. At the beginning, I didn't know too much about it. I, I listened to certain people. I didn't wear it all the time. I am now because it, it is not going away. And it's freaky. It's scary. Walk into your local grocery store and you see everybody wearing masks. People, it's, it, it, take a step outside your body and really comprehend what you're looking at. It, it, it's out of a movie. It's scary shit. You're walking around with a mask realizing there's something out there in the air that you can't control. It's freaky. It is. And I'm an overthinker, so I take it 20 steps further with it. But, like, I I guess what I'm asking is, if you don't know, because you don't, I have to keep hammering this home. If you don't know, that it doesn't help, wear it. Because you don't know. You're not a scientist. And going back, the scientists don't know. I, I, I've never been a risk taker. I'm not, I'm not much of a risk taker. I'm not. I, I don't do things for an adrenaline rush. It's not who I am. I try to be safe. I, it's just how I roll. Not a very exciting person when it comes to taking risks. Okay? This is one of those situations where if there's the potential that it could prevent somebody who has an underlying medical condition from getting it why not you cannot there's not one person who can say to me because it doesn't work because i will point you in the direction where people say it does you choose to believe who you want to believe and that's fine but why take the chance why risk it that's the part i don't get That's the part that makes me crazy. I am so goddamn sick of people acting like they know what the hell is going on. And and this this goes for the people who are pro-mask, pro-mask, and it's going to whatever. You don't know either. It just makes sense if you break it down. Don't politicize it. It just makes sense to wear it just in case. I don't know if it's really going to save anybody's life. I have no clue. You want to know something that makes zero sense to me? Why is it it can't get out, but it can get in? It only helps if you have COVID and you wear a mask. It prevents other people from getting it. Okay, well, if it can't get out, why, why can't it get in? It doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense with COVID-19. Nothing. Take it all out of the equation. None of it makes sense. 
it's probably biblical end of times, end of the world. I don't know. I don't want to think that, but I do kind of. The, the, the magnitude of this and what we're living with is just insane. It's insane. And then you got, you know, again, politicizing everything. What, can I ask you, why in God's name are you such a sheep and you can't think for yourself? Why do you have to listen to what a party tells you? I'm speaking to both sides. Can't people think for themselves? Going back to the memes. Come up with your own provoking thought. Instead of stealing Benjamin Franklin's from 1776. When those times have nothing to do with these times. Think for yourself. Had a conversation with somebody the other day. He's trying to argue back and forth with me. He's sending me all these articles about masks, 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 masks. Now, again, I am wearing a mask. But I, I also know that there's plenty of people out there who think the mask is bullshit. So I start sending him articles about mask, 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 mask. You know, don't wear it. It's pointless. It was it was. The analogy was it's like trying to catch a mosquito with a with a backyard chain link fence. Doesn't make sense. The virus is going to go right through it. It's just a it's a false sense of security to make you think that you have control. Mind control makes you think you have control. Makes you think that you're doing something to prevent it when in all reality you're probably not. Well, I'm not going to take this one seriously. I'll take the CDC seriously. I won't take the. Okay, so you're, you're, you're picking and choosing which side you take, which is fine. But just because you don't follow the agenda of the article in which, you know, this was, you know, the, of the magazine or the n- newspaper or whatever where, where this was you know, published doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. You choose who you believe, but trust me, when it comes to this, there's, there's two sides, man. There, I, there's 78,000 sides. Nobody knows, but in the interest of just playing it safe, we all have loved ones. I mean, we do. In the interest of just playing it safe, it makes sense to me. Just wear the damn thing. Just wear it. Because what does it hurt? By not wearing it, you're just trying to prove a point, a point that has no basis. You don't know whether it's true or not. It doesn't mean you're caving to the left. It just means, hey, you know what? I don't want to give this to somebody. It really does. And how funny is that one? When this whole thing started, it was the left who was saying it was bullshit. 
It was Pelosi that was going to Chinatown saying, oh, go party, have a good time, no big deal, let's hang out, yeah, yeah. Now suddenly she's, you know, again, damning Trump for everything. Well, I mean, it's done a complete 180 in four months. You guys were saying it was BS. I, I hope people realize this. We're, we're turning masks into a political issue. What the hell is wrong with us? How is this a political issue? Just in case. Took it away our rights. So take, okay, what, like I said, whatever. I don't know. I don't get it. In Ohio, where I live, they just had this big, you know, they're promoting this. Governor DeWine was going to have this big conversation about what to do, and it turned out to be kind of BS with everything. Then you hear people, argue, again, getting into the argument about the masks. What sense does it make not to wear it? I, I mean, I feel stupid wearing it. I don't like wearing it. I'm not a fan of it. I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it's hot outside. I don't know where you live, but in Northeast Ohio, it's been about 95 degrees every day for the past month. And you can't even leave the damn house to do anything. You know, so it sucks. But if, it, if there's a 5% chance it's going to save somebody's life, then why not? Carrie writes in, everything has become a political issue. It, it has because everybody is a sheep. You're not, people, do you understand you're not thinking for yourselves? You're not. You're thinking for your party. You're not thinking for yourself. I know for a fact that there are people out there who two years ago would vehemently disagree with everything that's going on. But because suddenly their party is behind it, they're now behind it. Will you think for yourself? What a lazy way to go about life. Not thinking for yourself. I love it when people throw accusations at me. I am an independent, independent. I have always been an independent. And can I tell you something? You should be an independent too, because you know what? You are an independent. You're your own person. Think like it. Do what you think is right. Not what your party tells you. What do you, again, bah. Sheep. You got leaders, you got followers. Be a goddamn leader. Think for yourself. Going back to the Cleveland Indians. My own brother is adamant about changing the names and changing this and changing everything and changing that and changing this. I, I threw up a, a picture uh, at his Facebook page of his son wearing a Chief Wahoo hat just a couple years ago. Got all mad at me because I did that. Well, why wasn't the Indians, 
weren't racist three years ago, but they are now. Because your party says they are. The, the hypocrisy. Rich writes in, he goes, I am. You, you People, you might leave. You have your beliefs. You have the things that you believe. Okay? And that's why you have parties. You, you have beliefs and everything else. But I, I would really like to know how many people out there have voted for both sides. I mean, I have. I, I voted for both sides. I, I, I Quite frankly, and I, I want to get into this too because I, I feel like I have to get into this, but I probably mentality-wise have always been more of a liberal. You know, I'm not religious. I'm not really pro-gun. I'm more pro-choice. I was always for gay marriage. I, you know, but but I've always been more of a capitalist and not a socialist. So I, my mentality has always kind of probably been, you know, to the left with, with everything about me. You know, so I, I just sit and, I, and I, I look at people and I'm like, I know this isn't what you believe. You're only saying it because it's what your party tells you to say or believe. Or think, think for yourselves, man. You got a brain, use it. With everything going on, cancel culture. That's another one that I've, I've learned. Cancel culture. Let's cancel everything. I don't like what you said. Cancel it. Get it out of here. Well, what's funny is, and I think I mentioned this on my last podcast, well, people started coming after the Jimmy Kimmel's and the Howard Stern's, and then it was like, well, let's back off of cancel culture a little bit. So maybe there is hope for opinions and, and, and debate and opinion-based radio. Maybe, hopefully. I, I hate to bring Hitler into things, but it was like, first he came after them, and I stood back, and then they came after them, and I stood back, and then he came after me. If you don't think everything that's going on and everybody being attacked and they're coming after everybody that they're not eventually going to come after you. They're going to. That's how these things work. Nobody's safe. I've always said, and going back to Chief Wahoo or even the Redskins or whatever, if a Native American tells me Chief Wahoo is racist, okay, I guess I got to take his word for it because th- they would know. I, I, What do I know about it? I'm not Native American. I haven't heard Native Americans coming out against the Cleveland Indians. I haven't. Chief Wahoo, yes. The name the Indians, I have not. And this goes back to, again, a certain group of white people are speaking for everybody. 
suddenly every white Bernie Sanders socialist out there knows what it's like to be black and knows what it's like to be Native American and knows what it's like to be this or that or this. You know, I mean, what, what the hell do you know about it? You don't know nothing about it. Stop speaking as, as if you do. So I, I want to bring this up because I want to understand it. And again, you can call if you're watching 330-274-4242. Um, I, I found it interesting. I, I don't see. I'm not trying to turn my show into a political show. Because as, as I've mentioned, I, I don't have an agenda with things. I really don't. I'm not trying to push my beliefs on you. Um, Rick writes in, he goes, I'm an independent. I use deductive reasoning and logic. Whoa, that's shocking. Really? You mean there's somebody else like me out there? Um, I take individual responsibility before I leave the house. I know before I leave, there are straight up fools uh, to be aware of. To what Rich writes in. I, I, people, isn't it how we should look at everything? Deduce. Like every issue. And I look at it. I analyze it. And if it makes sense, I'm for it. Whether it, I, whether it is a Republican issue, a Democrat issue, a socialist issue, a communist, I don't really, I don't give a damn. All right. I take an issue. I look at it. If it makes sense to me, I'm for it. I'd probably be terrible in Congress because I'm all over the board with stuff. But you should be. If you fundamentally do not agree with something, you shouldn't vote on it because your party is. This goes to. For how many years have we been saying we need more than a two-party system? How many years have we said this? The first time it really came about was Ross Perot how many years ago? We're like, oh, there's this guy, Ross Perot. Ralph Nader was another one, and there have been a few here and there. You know, you got a two-party system. Doesn't make sense. And you're, and you're, you ha- you're, you're forced to choose between, between those parties. Or you can just be an independent and vote for who you think the best candidate is. Or not vote at all. I mean, listen, if you're not for anybody, don't vote for them. I agree with that, too. I mean, I understand it's your responsibility to vote, but listen, as they've always said, the lesser of two evils. So I, I, I want to bring up Donald Trump for the, in this situation. Okay. People ask me, really good friends of mine. The, I, I have a couple of different groups of friends. You know, I, I got, again, I, I got people who are Republican just because I think they feel like they have to be Republican. But a lot of times their mentality is the same as mine. And I got some people, friends of mine, who are way, way, way left. Okay, we had Jordan on talking. Jordan's more of a left guy. Okay. Now, again, in saying that, I'm not, I am probably more of a left guy too, more than being a right guy. 
And I'm talking about the cliche left and right. Cliche right. So people say, well, if you're not, or would you believe this? You, why, do, why, why do you support Trump? And I, I will tell you why. I know it's not going to get through to anybody. I know you're going to think I'm blowing smoke. But I, I said it since day one with Donald Trump. He is not a Republican. Donald Trump is our first independent president. Mike Pence, I would have never voted for Mike Pence. Never. Way conservative, insane, uber-religious. All right. Now, again, Trump had to pick somebody very conservative because Trump is not a conservative. The main difference between Trump and, and if you want to say Bernie or whatever, is, is he's a capitalist and the other one's a socialist. When I listen to the debates with Donald Trump, how often did he bring up religion? Trump is not a religious guy. He might go to church because he have to, but I, he's not. Look at the guy. He's not. He wasn't a career politician. People in his own party hated him. The Bushes hated him. Romney, Ryan hated him. That's why I voted for him. For how many years have we been sitting here saying we need more than a two-party system? We need an independent. We need somebody who's going to hold Congress accountable. We don't want a lifelong politician, a career politician. I voted for the guy who wasn't any of that. I voted for the guy the politicians didn't like. It's really that simple. I didn't hear him talk about religion and you, you got to bring God back in the White House and I'm going to make decisions on what the Bible tells me. And he never said any of that crap. He held people accountable. This is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to be. He wasn't politically correct, said it like it was, whatever. I could relate to that kind of a person. But he wasn't a Republican. Look at his track record. He's never been a Republican. He ran as a Republican because he wouldn't have been taken seriously if he didn't join the Republican or Democratic Party. So he had to join a party. It's almost like a Rand Paul. I mean, Rand Paul, if you look at him, you know, he's really not a Republican, more of a libertarian or whatever. I always kind of like Rand Paul with certain things and Ron Paul even. So that's the reason why. And the reason I bring that up is I asked a question the other day, and I, I would like somebody to answer this. You got this, the, the, again, there's the right and the left, okay? You got these left who are for the defunding of the police and anti-establishment, anti-government, you know, anti all of this. But they're the first to comply when the government says wear a mask. 
why are you complying to a government you don't trust? Now, again, I'm, I'm for wearing the mask, but if, if you don't trust the government and you want to quote the CDC, which is a government organization, don't think for a second the CDC doesn't say exactly what the government tells the CDC to say. It isn't the World Health Organization or whatever. This is the, a government organization. So you're, you're, you're telling me you're anti this, anti-establishment, anti-whatever, but the government tells you to wear a mask and you say, okay. And I got to thinking about this. I'm looking at, you know, Joe Biden's running. I'm like career politician, Hillary Clinton, career, career politician. Career. And I'm looking at th this anarchist protest, anti-establishment group of people. And I'm looking at them. I go, you're, you're, you're the biggest conformist out there. Pelosi is a, is a billionaire career politician. Why is it the, the group of people who claim to be anti-establishment is always touting the career politician? Shouldn't you be against career politicians? Bernie Sanders is a career politician. The guy who won who beat out arguably the biggest name of our lifetime, a Clinton, was, was not a career politician. Was a guy who stood up there on the stage and called out all the candidates up there, everybody he gave money to, exposed the game, Literally looked at them and said, drain the swamp. Now, if, if how isn't that something you're behind? That's what I don't get. If you took just Republican and Democrat out of it, it just made sense. So as I'm thinking about this, I'm going, well, who's the true anti-establishment person? Who's the true, you know, the, the true group of people who want a third-party candidate? You're always, listen, no, you could put Satan up on either side and the devout Republicans or the devout Democrats are going to vote on that person, no matter who it is. Put Satan up there, he's running as a Republican. Default Republicans are going to vote for him. Of course they are. you got people who refuse to vote outside their parties. Which, again, is insanity, but whatever. Then you have independence. Why do you think Trump won the election? Independence. People who actually 
want to change. The true anarchists, the true anti-establishment people are the independents. The people who don't go, bah, when Pelosi says something. Or, bah, when Romney says something. True independence. That's why Trump won that election. And if you claim to be somebody who doesn't trust the government and is sick of a two-party system, then, hate to tell you, you can't then say you're for a party. Be for a candidate, not a party. Be a free thinker. Use your brain. Stop being a sheep. This is insanity. Politicizing masks. Think for yourself. And when it comes to COVID, you're not a scientist, so you don't know. So do as you're told. Sorry, that's my opinion on it. I mean, listen, I... I, 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 again, the, the egomaniac that I am, <laughs> shockingly enough, I, I, I don't know. So I'll just do it. Fine. Whatever. doesn't hurt. You know, what else did I want to get into? A million things. We already got into the, the Indians thing. This, this cancel culture. Which I don't necessarily understand. Like, I don't understand canceling things because you don't agree with them. I, 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 thing, I, I under thing. I understand things change and they have to evolve. You know, there, there's evolution and something that was offensive back in the day because you know whoever it offended their voices weren't loud enough. I am for changing certain things. I am. I, I mean, I get it. Like I said, Chief Wano, I get it. I, I, I understand it. And I got a tattooed on my leg. You know, I wasn't thinking back when I got that tattooed in 2002 that, you know, the, the Indians were going to remove that mascot, which makes me wonder if my leg is going to be a collector's item when I die. Because I have Cleveland Indians with Chief Wahoo on my leg. So I, I, I wish we can get back to the time where you just couldn't. You understand the context in which something is said and you could take a joke or it's it's like, aren't we getting sick of this with the everybody's angry and pissed all the time and mad and you can't even tell a joke and everything's got to be so serious. And like I was always kind of told that I was like that. But my God. It's it's. It's insanity. Now, I don't let it get to me. I mean, I, I read this stuff and I see what's going on and I'm like, why are you turning this into an issue that it just doesn't have to be? Yeah, they, and this leads me to believe, and I really do, like, I, I, I obviously I haven't lived in any other time that I'm living now, okay? 
So I can't compare this to Vietnam, the 60s, 70s. I, I, I can't compare it to that. And all the protests and everything that was going on. Okay. I mean, obviously, there, there wasn't social media back then and everything else. Not everybody had a voice like they do now. So I try not to get caught up in it. And I understand there's a silent majority and everything else. People just, you know, just out of sight, out of mind. I don't care what you say. I, I believe we are headed towards something. Like the, I mean, you're seeing it now. Some, some girl got killed because she said all lives matter. Murdered because she said all lives matter. I don't understand why people argue that point. I don't understand the need to segregate your name out of all lives matter. I, I really don't. But as I've said before, I'm not black. So I don't, I, I again will admit that maybe I just don't get it. You know, I, it, whatever, it doesn't offend me. It, it, I don't understand. Why would you get offended that somebody says black lives matter? Like, why does that offend you? Why does that make you angry? It doesn't make me angry. I, I I'll, again, I, I don't necessarily understand it at times. Cause I'm like, hey, well, I mean, listen, let's, instead of segregating, let's unify. All lives matter means we're all in this together. In my, in my opinion on that, you know, it's just what it is. But people are getting killed over this. There's a lot of insanity going on out there, which leads me to believe, you know, we're, we're heading down a road which is, is going to end up in a civil war or something. And history will show you that every, uh, you, you know, every government falls at some point. So it's going to happen eventually in the United States, how it's going to happen or whatever. I don't know. But there is such anger out there. There's such hatred out there. There's so many people who believe they're, they're right when they don't know if they are or are not. So many egos. That this is going to lead to something. And I don't get it. Get out and vote for the guy you want and let that be the end of it. Vote on an issue. If you think the Cleveland Indians is offensive, vote on it. You know, the argument, I, and listen, before you even say it out there, the argument is what? You know, I know what the argument is. Well, there's not as many of the Native Americans to vote on that. So obviously you're going to win because it's majority. I, I know. Trust me, I know. But, but no system's perfect. You, you, you've heard, you know, black community leaders say, give a damn about the Andrew Jackson statue or whatever. I don't know. We're, we're headed towards a weird situation, people. We really are. A weird situation. And I'm beginning to fear that it's going to, it, it's going to end up in, in, in some sort of a fight, chaos, war, civil war, something. I, I really believe that. If, if COVID doesn't take us down first. Because I believe that too. I'm really beginning to believe this whole COVID thing is 
is a, um, you know, we had Greg Stanley on. He's a, he's a psychic. And, you know, this was something sent by somebody saying, all right, time to clean up your act. I, I have no idea. I really don't. All I know is, yeah, it, it, it is freaky. And I'm hearing so many people argue about something that they have no, no goddamn clue what it is. Just none whatsoever. You know, another thing I want to bring up, too, is um, it was in my notes. But people talking about white privilege. There is obviously a thing. You know, again, I, I just try to explain things to people so they get it. There, there is something called white privilege. And all it means is that you were given more opportunities than a black man was. And again, I'm going to the 40s, 50s, 60s, or whatever. That's why there was affirmative action and equal opportunity employment and everything else. Know your history. Understand it. I don't think it means you have to feel guilty because you're white. I don't feel guilty that I'm white. I don't. Sorry. I mean, I was born from white people. What do you want from me? But I understand that, yeah, I, I probably or my grandfather, you know, probably it was a little easier for him to make it in the United States than it would have been for for a, a black man. I mean, that's that's a common sense, I think. You know your history, you know what goes on. It's it's that's why there there had to be, you know, things that were incorporated, like an affirmative action or whatever, because if you weren't going to hire, you know, uh, minorities, and it goes to women too. If you weren't going to hire minorities, then we're going to force you to do it. Why do you think all that was put into place? They had to force you to do it. Equal opportunity. So there is such a thing as that. I mean, See people arguing over that too. White pride, I have the white privilege. I, don't, I mean, hate to tell you, maybe, maybe you didn't. You know, I mean, it's. But I, I guarantee you that, that your 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 grandparents did. Which obviously it's it's a trickle down effect. If your grandparents were successful and your dad was successful, then odds are, you know, you, you didn't have to rise up from you know poverty. I mean, God knows I didn't. Nobody's really given me anything, but I also, you know, was I was raised in a nice neighborhood. I, I had hardworking parents, hardworking grandparents, but I'm not dumb. I, I realized that they were probably given a better opportunity because they were white. Again, I don't understand what people are arguing on this. I, Why is it so hard to just understand Again, history or understand where what has transpired and what you could do to to help it without taking it so far. You know, there's such a thing called a happy medium. You know? Okay, I don't feel guilty that I'm white, but yeah, I understand that. I don't know really. I mean, I have no idea what it's like to be racially profiled. Of course not. So under, don't, don't sit here and act like this shit doesn't exist because it does. 
It does exist. So understand it. You don't have to agree with everything. But understand it. Educate yourself. Maybe that's what I'll change this podcast to. The, the, the Voice of Reason podcast. If I am. What the hell do I know? I, I know nothing. I don't. I'll be honest with you. Here you go. I'll say something very, very arrogant. You ready? You should think like me. You should. You should think like me. And all I mean by that is, is be open-minded. Think for yourself. Not saying you have to agree with the things I agree with. God knows I have beliefs that I'm I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with. So when I say be like me, it means think for yourself. Don't make your decisions based upon a party. Corrupt people. And by the way, I am not saying that Donald Trump is not corrupt. I know he is. Of course he is. You don't get to be where he is if you're not. Not stupid. I'm not a fan of a lot of uh, what Donald Trump does. Again, I voted for him because politicians didn't like him on both sides. His own party didn't like him. There were members of his own party that wouldn't endorse him. That's a good thing. Same thing with Bernie Sanders. I like Bernie Sanders for that reason, too. Because his party hates him. If politicians all agree to hate somebody, it probably means that they're the right person for the job. Like, they're not catering to other politicians. They're actually maybe thinking about us, the people. Maybe. Possibly. Does that not make sense to you? If you've gone your whole life saying, I don't trust the government, then the government tells you, we don't like this guy. We're going to do whatever we can to not get this guy elected. Isn't it like a little voice in your head there saying, Hmm, maybe that's a guy I should vote for because the people I don't trust don't like him. I don't know. Makes sense to me. I'm anti-establishment. I'm going to vote for a career politician. What? Can, Can you get more hypocritical than that? I don't think so. Think for yourselves. Sheep. Way too many sheep out there. Way too many sheep. Mind-boggling. There should be far more independents out there. You should have these candidates, when they're talking, trying to speak to independents. Speak to the independents. I, 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 I could never even fathom being like that. Having somebody... Tell me what I should believe. Yeah, 
You know, it, it's it, 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 again, this goes back to all this hatred. And everything. It's like, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm afraid to tell people, people I'm close to are like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Trump. I mean, be, because you're a racist. I, I am. I, I also voted for Obama, but uh, but you're a racist. You're no, I'm not. I'm, I'm voting for the guy who's not really a politician. You know, it's a, it's a weird situation you're in. And if you break it down to the to, to what the ideology is supposed to be. We've all been told, don't trust the government. They're all corrupt. They're all whatever. Well, why, why would you get behind somebody who's made their career out of being a politician? Somebody who's the most untrustworthy person out there. Ah, weird stuff, man. Weird things going on in this world. And again, the, the, the whole, the whole COVID-19 as well as making people absolutely crazy. All right. Do I have anything else in my notes I wanted to get to before I'm out of here? Um, Bo Radio Show, Truth Hurts Podcast on Apple iTunes, on um, Spotify, basically everywhere you get your podcast. And my uh, my my channel, my Mo Radio Show channel on uh, YouTube, if you'd like to. If you could follow them, like them, subscribe, and all that good stuff, I'd appreciate it. Trying to, that's about it. That's about all I had today. Everything going on. And, and I've always had a problem with the whole cancel culture thing. And, you know, when it's like, you know, I don't like what you're saying. So I'm going to take you off the air. Right. I, I mean, I, I've been affected by this. My God, you, 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 you know, people I've, I've, I've had number one ratings in every radio station I've been at yet. I've been let go because a few people didn't like what I had to say. Well, majority rules, right? At least it should. You would think, you know, I know there was this petition or something signed by a lot of people on the left that were condemning this cancel culture. Like you should have a right to your opinion. Let's, let's have a debate about it. Let's, let's have a conversation. You know how many people I've said, come on the show with me, like come on this podcast with me, like far left people who refuse. They won't come on because they 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 don't want to have a debate on anything. They don't want to be questioning anything. Like I, when I sit here and say I truly want to understand the mentality. Like I really want to understand the mentality of taking away the police. I want to understand that mentality. What the hell do you think is going to happen if you take away the police? You've got insanity going on in Chicago, insanity going on in New York. Nine kids, nine kids have been killed in Chicago in less than a month. It's not Donald Trump's fault. It, it's violence. What are you going to do? It's not gun's fault. You're not allowed to have a handgun in Chicago, yet they're, they leave the country in handgun homicides. The states with the, I'm not, again, I am statistics. Okay. I'm not a gun person. I'm not, don't like them. Not a fan of them. Okay. However, 
states with the strictest gun laws have the most gun crimes. What, what do you want from here? Just it, it's I don't understand why we argue things that that are obviously make that they make no sense. You want to get rid of the police? What the hell do you think is going to happen if you get rid of the police? Do, do I think there's bad cops? Of course. Maybe more education, reform, whatever. Fine. I Okay. But take them away? What the hell do you think is going to happen? It, it, it's insanity, what you're saying. Why? Let me ask you again. Going back to... If all the politicians hate a candidate, don't you think you should you, you should be behind them? If you got a bunch of people saying they want to take away the police, what do you think their motive is for saying that? Because they're criminals and they don't want to be held accountable for their criminal activity? Perhaps? I mean, that's what I would say. If I hear people say they want less police out there, what is that saying to you? So they're not held accountable for their criminal activity. Common sense, right? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Who the hell do I know? Some of the, of the uh, some of it is displaced survival instinct, uh, being comp- oh, being competitive. I agree with that totally. People want to be right in some internal way to the point where their responses are automatic. If you say if you say up that they, if you say up, they say down. Okay, I see what you're saying. Automatically, without thinking. We need to bring uh, trophies back. And I, I agree with all that. I don't know, man. I agree. I don't know if that's what's causing all this, but I, I, I always go back to one of the best lines in any song or whatever is, is Aerosmith's Dream On. You have to lose to know how to win. Point is, a lot of these people or a lot of people or whatever, they don't want winners and losers. It's socialism. It's, it's communism. Everybody works and everybody gets paid the same and everything's dispersed equally and nobody's better than anybody else. You know, I mean, I'm a hard worker. I, I am. I work harder than a lot of people who, you know, make this more than me even. I, it's, 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 it's just in me. It's, it's an instinct thing. I get obsessive about certain things to the point where I'm like, in principle, I shouldn't do that or whatever, but it will eat me alive if I don't. You know, the fact of the matter is there are winners and there are losers. There are people who work harder than others. And you you could sit there and, and not teach trophies and winners and losers growing up. But I'll tell you what, you are going to be screwed in the real world because that's how the real world works. That's how it works. You, you, you know, you, you, want to, you want to get a job over somebody else, you better work harder than them. You better get it. You better understand it. And I can tell you for a fact, people that I know who have this sense of entitlement, they think just because they were smart, that they're entitled to things. And I will tell you right now, hard work, ambition, and drive, and, and a need to succeed, 
will will triumph over that diploma or that degree any day of the week. Any day of the week. Look again, you want to look up statistics. Most, you know, the majority of people who have some of these you know, who have degrees or whatever I read are, are like bartenders and things like that. I'm not saying that in certain fields you should, of course you should have a degree. I understand all that. But just because you went through four years of college doesn't mean you should get a job over me. And I'm telling you, a lot of employers feel the same way. A lot of employers feel the same way about that. Don't go into a place and, uh, you know, apply for a job with a sense of entitlement because you're not going to get it. You're not entitled dick. Remember that. You are not entitled shit. Nothing. People forget it's the pursuit of happiness. Not guaranteeing you happiness. We're not guaranteeing you a home. We're not guaranteeing you money. We're not guaranteeing you a job. We're not guaranteeing you anything. We will allow you to pursue it. Talk to an immigrant. Talk to somebody who, who truly understands poverty. Next time you roll into a, uh, a Mexican restaurant, have a conversation with somebody working there. People I respect the most in this country are, are, the, are the hardworking Mexicans who truly understand poverty, who truly get it. They don't have a sense of entitlement. That's exactly what it is. No, I agree. There should be winners. There should be losers. And it should suck to lose. You should hate to lose. Now, it doesn't mean be a poor sport about it. But it, it should hurt when you lose. It should suck. You should know what that feeling is like. And it, it should give you the motivation to get better. To try harder. You take that away, that is, that's communism, socialism. What the hell does it matter? Why should I work any harder when this douchebag is going to make as much as I'm making? The hell does it matter? It's the point. If I'm not going to move up the ladder, if I'm not going to get a promotion, I'm not going to get a raise out of it, the hell does it matter? That's what they want. That's what people want. Out of here with this crap. But unfortunately, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, either we're headed that way or there's going to be some sort of a civil war to fight it. Because take a look. Like I said, people, I've been off the radio since COVID, since March. We were a, uh, an affiliate of the Cleveland Indians. Going back, whenever I get back there, could be gone. They're winning. I said this the other day. You know, their voices are the loudest. So make your voices loud. You get out there and protest. You demonstrate. Don't be intimidated by the word racism, especially when it's a white person calling you that. Because as I said in my last show, I have never once had anybody other than a white person call me a racist. It's a word of intimidation. It's, it's, it's a label that you can't have on you. And if somebody deems you a racist, then you're a racist. Don't be intimidated. Fight for your beliefs. Because the fact of the matter is, 
this is the path we're going down. This Bernie Sanders movement of total socialism. Doesn't matter. Isn't it funny, too, how that's funded by the billionaires? <laughs> Again, I, 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 you guys are on Pelosi's side. She's a billionaire. George Soros is funding all this. He's a multi-billionaire. Why is it okay for these guys to be billionaires? You hate billionaires, but you, you, you love George Soros. But I hate billionaires. It, 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 it's, it, that's why I really want to have a, a really far-left person on because I got to understand this mentality because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It does not compute. All right, I'm out. Appreciate you watching. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Mo Radio Show, I get on iTunes. Anywhere you find a podcast, you can get it. Subscribe, please. Like, review. Give me a five-star. Check out my YouTube channel as well, The Mo Radio Show. All right, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.